welcome to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. Have you ever wondered how people succeed in real estate and what steps they took to get there? If so, this podcast is for you. Your hosts, Sayla and Eileen Prack, interview top experts in the real estate community to share with you their real estate journey and how they achieved massive success. Our goal is to provide you with valuable real estate resources and to help you apply it to your own real estate goals. Welcome to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today, let's talk a little bit about active investing versus passive investing in real estate. So we know that real estate investing is one of the best vehicles to build up your wealth over a long period of time. It's not necessarily a get-rich-quick scheme that you're going to generate a quick return and then jump out. However, over a long period of time and through the compounding and taking continuous action, you can really build up true wealth over a long period of time, build up that solid foundation. So when we talk about investing in real estate, there are really two approaches that we can take. We can take on a more active role, or we can take on a more passive role in real estate investing. And really, it depends on your goals and your objectives, what you like and what you don't like, what you want to do, how much time you have to invest in real estate investing to be able to determine which one is the right way for you. And everybody's situation is a little bit different, but it depends on your goals and objectives and what you want real estate investing to be able to do for you and how are you going to get there. We look at real estate investing as a tool to be able to get us to the point where we have choices in our lives because ultimately we want to be able to choose what we do and who we want to do it with, not because we have to do it, but because we want to do it. So whether or not it's continuing to work that 9 to 5 W2 job, or maybe it's going full-time into real estate and taking on a more active role, it really just depends on your goals and what you're set out to do. So with active investing, when you are actively looking to invest in real estate, it's a lot more time intensive. It will require a lot more of your time and your efforts. So it's a very involved process. The decisions and the actions that you take are going to be directly impacting the bottom line and the returns that you're going to receive at the very end. So for example, we can take a fix and flip, for example. So with a fix and flip, you're looking to purchase a property at below market value that needs quite a bit of renovations. Then you're going to want to improve the property, add your renovations, bring it up so that you can flip it and then sell it after a short period of time after that renovation period is complete and sell it to the next investor or buyer to be able to generate a lump sum at the end. And so that is very involved because you are actively searching for the property. And then after you find the property, you have to put the debt on it. You have to find out how are you going to purchase this property, work with the lenders. Then after you close that property, you're going to manage and operate that renovation period of time. So you're going to decide what kind of finishes you want to incorporate into that new property. You're going to make decisions on how long you're going to hold it for. You're going to have to work with the contractors. Maybe you yourself want to DIY some of that and you want to renovate some of it yourself. So you want to put in some more of your efforts and labor into that fix and flip to minimize some of that cost. 
but it's very active. It's very much more time consuming. And so people with other full-time jobs might not have the time or dedication that they need to be able to do a fix and flip. But maybe that's something that you love doing and you want to be active. You like working with your hands. It could be a fantastic way for you to get involved in real estate. But the bottom line is you are going to be actively managing it and everything that you're doing and all the decisions that you're making are going to be impacting the bottom line. Another example for an active investor is maybe a long-term rental. So if you have a single family home or even a duplex, triplex or whatever, and you are looking to rent out that property to a tenant, or maybe you already have tenants that you're renting it out to. However, if you are self-managing that property, meaning that you are directly in contact with the tenants, so if any maintenance issues happens or if the tenant needs anything, they are going to directly call you and then you will figure out if it's a maintenance issue, who's going to go out to repair the toilet or repair the air conditioning or whatever is malfunctioning at that time. You yourself will either go out there to fix the problem or you'll hire out a maintenance person to take care of that for you. But you ultimately are the first point of contact for that resident. If anything happens to that property, they are contacting you first. So you are directly involved and you are directly communicating with that tenant. If that tenant leaves, then you yourself will go in and find the next tenant to be able to rent that space. But before you do, you have to work with contractors to get the place ready, get the property up and running for the new tenant that's coming in. Then you have to find the tenant and then get that whole process rolling, do your background checks and everything like that, and then put in the new tenants into place. So it's a very involved process. You are also collecting the rents on a monthly basis. So in that way, you're also directly dealing with the tenants themselves. And so in that sense of it, it's very active because you are putting a lot of your time and efforts into it. And the actions and the decisions you take are going to directly impact the bottom line and your returns. We love hosting this show. When we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post-production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post-production for us because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about, serving you, our listener, at a higher level and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. And the other way that we can get involved in real estate is taking on a more passive role. So if we take that single-family residential long-term rental, for example, if you want to take a more passive approach, say you are working another nine to five job and you don't want to necessarily deal directly with the tenants. You want to step back a little bit. You want to get some of your time back. You could hire out a property manager. You would pay them a fee for their services. But what they would do is they would go and be the middle person between you and the tenant. And so in that way, you are removing yourself from the decision-making process at the lower level. You still are going to be contacted for the higher level types of decision-making that needs to happen. But on the day-to-day basis, 
you don't really hear from the tenant. Well, you won't really hear from the tenant at all. You'll hear from the property manager themselves. And then the property managers will deal with the maintenance issue requests. If the tenant leaves and moves out, they will find the next tenant to put into the property for you. And so in that aspect, you're really removing yourself from the day-to-day operations and you're minimizing your time invested into that real estate investing opportunity or uh, project. Some of the other ways that you can invest passively in real estate is you can invest in a real estate syndication where you are a passive investor and you are purchasing large multifamily apartments, which is considered any five units and above, but you are just partnering with other sponsors, more experienced people in the space, and just investing your capital, you don't have any active role on the day-to-day operations or the decision-making process, but you decide and you choose to partner with the people who are going to operate that and you invest your capital in there. And then all the decision-making is up to the active partners, the general partners, sponsors on the project. And then you as a passive investor would just get the returns based off of the amount that you invested in. You can also invest in a REIT or there's also private lending options where you can lend out your funds for real estate ventures to other operators, to other real estate investors out there. In that sense, your money is just working for you, but you still have to do your due diligence up front, vet out the sponsors, the people that you're partnering with. But once you do that and you allocate your capital, the time that you are investing in there, the other decision-making is really very minimal at that point in time. And so ultimately with past investing, that's what you're trying to do is you're trying to minimize the day-to-day operations aspect of it, minimize the time that you need to allocate to the investment as much as possible and minimize your direct decisions on and actions on that investment so that it won't directly impact the bottom line on a day-to-day basis. And so you want to just remove yourself as much as possible so you can minimize the time. So you can take your time now and allocate to other different types of things. And I think for most of us, when we look at real estate investing, we tend to maybe do a combination of both active and passive investing. I don't think that a lot of us just purely do all the active investing. I think we do some type of combination. There's some who just do one or the other. But ultimately, I think like for me personally, I like to do the active side of things where I'm involved in some of those activities. But at the same time, when I get that active income, I like to take it and put it into more passive opportunities. So now I'm actively working and trading my time in for certain dollars and for certain returns. But now I can take that active income and I can take that hard-earned dollars and invest it in a passive opportunity. So now my money is also working for me and I can minimize my effort and time needed for those funds so that it's working hard for me while I'm also working hard for money. So personally, a combination of the two works out the best for me. And again, it's really just your personal goals and opinions and how you want to approach real estate investing, what's the best for you and your family and what your ultimate goals are. For past investors, it's probably good for people who have W-2 jobs. They're working the 9 to 5. Maybe they have families to take care of. They just don't have the time, the extra time they need to allocate to a more active role in real estate investing. So they can just do a passive investing and let their money work for them and partner with the more experienced people to be able to help them stretch their and get their monies and generate it as much as they can on that investment for them. But if you want to get into more active role and you want some more of the control over 
those types of things. And you want to see your decision-making process impact the bottom line. You want to be in the day-in and day-out operations. An active role could very well be what you're looking for as well. Or do something like me, where I do both a combination of both active and passive investing. But ultimately, again, it's the choice is yours. Everybody's situation is different. But that's essentially my take on what active versus passive investing is. And hopefully you guys find this helpful and we'll catch you on the next episode. And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. If you're anything like Zayla and me and believe that real estate investing is a great way to create passive income and build long-term wealth, check out our free apartment syndication due diligence checklist for passive investors at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Zayla and I created this checklist for ourselves as we evaluated different multifamily syndication opportunities as a passive investor. So we would love to share it with you so you can use it as a resource as well. Download your free copy today at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonavestcapital.com and fill out the contact us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.